Welcome to 365 Christian Men, where every day we aim to inspire and encourage with real-life stories about men. November 16th, Oswald Chambers. Under the preaching of Charles Spurgeon, Oswald Chambers became a Christian. He ministered in the United Kingdom, the United States, and in Japan. For six years, he was principal of a Bible school in London, and during World War I, he served as a military chaplain in Egypt. Chambers had a passion for shepherding people. While he was still in college, Chambers shepherded actual four-footed, wool-bearing sheep. He said, I did not like it at the time, but I am thankful now I had to do shepherding in the highlands of Scotland. When you have to carry across your shoulder a dirty old ram and bring it down the mountainside, you will soon know whether or not it is the most taxing, the most exhausting, and the most exasperating work. And Jesus uses this as an illustration of a passion for souls. Chambers loved his people, and they loved him. On this date, in 1917, 100 soldiers escorted Chambers' body to the military cemetery in Cairo. Christianity is not primarily about our accomplishments, but about our relationship with God and our relationships with our fellow man. Oswald Chambers wrote that the most important part of being a Christian is the relationships we maintain and the surrounding influence and qualities produced by those relationships. That is where God wants us to devote our attention, and it is the one thing that is continually under attack. It was November 1917, and World War I had dragged on into its fourth long year. The ugly war left death everywhere it touched. On the crowded streets of Cairo, Egypt, funeral processions had become commonplace, but this was no regular funeral. Vegetable carts and tinkers on bicycles stopped in the dusty road to watch them pass by. An escort of 100 soldiers followed behind a gun carriage drawn by four black horses. Atop it lay a coffin draped with a British flag and crowned with white chrysanthemums. Six officers marched beside. Every element indicated the death of a high-ranking military or government official. But the death that reverberated through the streets of old Cairo that day and brought corporals to tears on the front lines of Beersheba was not that of an officer. Oswald Chambers, the 43-year-old Scotsman, had died the day before of complications following an appendectomy. He'd been the chaplain at the nearby YMCA. To this day, my utmost for his highest has never been out of print. It's been translated into 39 languages with millions of copies sold worldwide. But at the time of Chambers' death, it had not yet been written. It would later be compiled by his wife from sermons he had given during his lifetime. Oswald Chambers was one man among hundreds of thousands who died in that war. On the outside, no one would have thought that his life was exceptional. He was just a traveling preacher. Nonetheless, he was given a general's escort into glory because of the way he lived his life and the sincerity 
with which he preached and the way he loved his fellow man. We are not made for the mountains, for sunrises, or for other beautiful attractions in life, he once said. Those are simply intended to be moments of inspiration. We are made for the valleys and the ordinary things of life, and that is where we prove our moral fiber. The Reverend David Lambert, speaking at the memorial service in London, called the life of Oswald Chambers the finest commentary on the Sermon on the Mount that I know, the most precious thing that has come to many of us through the message of God's beloved servant is that a great life is possible even for the lowliest, least promising, and most insignificant person. Matthew 6, 1 through 4 says, Watch out. Don't do your good deeds publicly to be admired by others, for you will lose the reward from your Father in heaven. When you give to someone in need, don't do as the hypocrites do, blowing trumpets in the synagogues and streets to call attention to their acts of charity. I tell you the truth, they have received all the reward they will ever get. But when you give to someone in need, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Give your gifts in private, and your Father, who sees everything, will reward you. In what ways can you be faithful today? Christianity is not primarily about our accomplishments, but about our relationship with God and our relationships with our fellow man. Thank you for listening to today's story. Every day of the year, our hope is to inspire you with real-life stories of faithful men who have gone before us. We are excited to announce that every 365 story is now available as an ebook and is available for purchase on our website at 365christianmen.com.